NHL Fantasy. Podcast 162, September 30th. Watch Trevor Lawrence get his first... Uh, his first win? His first his first win, 14-0. He's right on now. track. Four minutes left in the second quarter. There, uh, Jacksonville's up, beating the Cincinnati Bengals. And, uh, yeah. They, they Bengals look aren't looking I mean, that good. No, yeah, the <laughs> Bengals look bad. Jags are looking okay. Joe Mixon's not doing anything, of course. He's, he's, he's done for the year. He's ready to... Ready to bone me. He had a good week one. Nothing since. Yeah. Should have traded him. Second in the league in rushing yards. Somehow. And third in attempts. That's why. Because <laughs> they're always playing either from behind or they know that they have to run up the score before they're losing. It's true. And obviously, quick pace game. Quick. Joe Mixon's going to be getting it. Well, they just ran it twice in a row. Let's I'm interested go. to see what happens. I've invested a little bit in uh, Joe Burrow there. Well, I put uh, 50 bucks on the old Bengals to cover the spread of six and a half or seven, I can't remember, and also the under of like 46. Were the Bengals favored 7.5 tonight? Might have been seven yeah. and a half. Seven and a half, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's what I saw last when I did the um, I guess I could just look. I mean, IG post. Yeah. Point of the story is oh. I put money on them, so it's pretty over much a lock that they're going to lose. 46? <laughs> yeah, I think the, the over-under was 46. They're missing two here, guys. like that. T. Higgins. That must be it. He's a monster. He would have caught every it. ball. That yeah. must be it. Joe Burrow, 7 of 11. Those four basses, T. Higgins would have caught him. 100%. Maybe. The well, thing is... Went out of balance. But yeah, you said he, 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 he like, would have caught it. <laughs> he's like 6 foot 11. He would have caught it. <laughs> yeah. um, over... I bet over... No, I bet the over 46. <clears throat> I don't know what I was thinking. And then Bengals, I have a minus 7. To betting over on the Thursday night game is... I was, just, I was just assuming monsters breakdowns in the defense. Like they just got rid of CJ Henderson. I was like, you know, what's it? Tyson I mean, they're Campbell. still second half too. I mean, they're still part it's, of the first half. No. Yeah, it's like a I good, mean, if good they, chunk. If they like score now, minutes. boom, the over looks pretty good. Mm. Yeah, uh, all the Thursday night games though, they've been pretty high scoring. So yeah, they've been the first two were fantastic. Well, the Bucks and Cowboys were. I mean, Bucks that was, and Cowboys was, was amazing. Top tier. That's part uh, of the, the best fantasy game so far this season to start the year yeah for everyone yeah well it's also going to kill my 17 leg parlay that i have going for the week right right on a thursday night seven what is is 17 oh (laughs) it's not even 17 games (laughs) that's right you got a prop bet in there so i i uh oh my i was picking either money lines or spreads depending on what uh what they had the wanted, ball, and then I added the, added the over under on one of them Punt? to get a seventeen. And no, 16. no, it was, a, it was a pass that he ended <laughs> up managing to uh, Holland, even though it was a bad, it was a bad pass. He it should come be back off, to it, it should be offensive pi. I mean, he he stiff armed the defender yeah. in the face, and they banged Chaser an OPI earlier. So it's like, come on, man, consistent. What the fuck is that? I do like Lavishka this year. Is he saying he's hurt? Like, nah, it, I don't think uh, so. Uh, he uh, probably yeah. got the he probably got the wind knocked out of him from running. Uh, after stiff arming the uh, defender, in the that face. always happens to me when I run. I get the wind knocked out of him too. It's so weird. Uh, all right, let's go around the room real quick. I got a nice white claw mango seltzer. It's Thursday, so I'm drinking Bud Light. I've got a uh, Starbucks double shot energy mocha flavored. You've been here for about ten minutes, fifteen minutes now. It's almost gone. Is it? It's, yeah, it's almost gone. Yeah. It's about the um, same. Right pace. I have the same from Tuesday. Leftover little sip. Little, little sip. Lawson's, Vermont. 
we're getting Fine closer beer. to the uh, to the weekend, so the IPAs start coming out and seltzers and and yeah. Uh, so Craig, light beer why out. is your IPA on Tuesday and then Thursday it's a Bud Light? Uh, well, actually, I didn't want to have to buy a four pack because I was going to be drinking more tonight, so I grabbed a six pack of Bud Light. That's fair. And then this sixteen ounce one, so that I could have for the podcast. So I also didn't want a 12-pack because I was like, I don't want to drink 12, to 12 on a yep, yep. <laughs> If I have 12 beers, I'm drinking 12 beers. If I have 18 beers, I'm drinking 18 beers. Yeah. It's so, just the way it goes. So I was like, ah, they got to invent that 8-pack. Honestly, that's actually the perfect amount of beers. When we went down to uh, when we went down to, to Pennsylvania, they have an ounce limit. So it's 15 packs. Um, and what what was it? It was like a 15 pack in like a 24 or something. I can't remember what it was because you couldn't buy two 12 packs because it would put it over the ounce limit for the state. But so they, I was like, I walked up to the counter and I had uh, a 12 pack of Truly, um, a case of uh, a 12 pack of Bud Light, and then I had like a, a four pack of IPAs or something. They're like, oh, you're gonna have to come in multiple times to make these purchases because that, there's an ounce that, limit. I was that's like, ridiculous, which is unbelievable. Because when we went away for our dynasty weekend, Dicky bought thirty thirties at once <laughs> in one one fell swoop. One sitting, live free or die. And then me and Chips came up and bought eight 12, more. Eight, yeah, eight more. That like yeah. un- unbelievable. And he's like, uh, I think I might need a pallet. Like, they're like, no problem. We got you. Like, what do you want? Put I'm sure, I'm going to need to see your identification. You look <laughs> yeah. like a transvestite donkey witch. <laughs> donkey witch. Oh, dicky. At, the, at that point, you could have just pre- pretended to be a vendor and go to the Anheuser Bush. Literally. And went and picked it up in your van. <laughs> Should we get into some of the news? There's a lot of it. Give me There's the beat, There's boys. a lot of There's news. A lot. Yes. Uh, Top Shelf Fantasy, TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNT is why we have a shit ton of news. Uh, starting off, we'll start with the quarterbacks. Lamar, uh, Lamar Miller, Lamar Jackson sat out with a back injury. Greg Roman says it's not serious. I saw him pop up on the injury report uh, and kind of head scratching because I'm like, eh, for a guy who gets a lot of fantasy points by running the ball, kind of need that back. For me, it's it's a maintenance day. It's nothing to worry about. He's just it's Lamar Jackson. He's well, playing every two, week unless he's dead. well. It was two days in a row, right? Yeah, right. And so it was. And, and when you see back and you're out for two games in a, I mean, two practices in a row, you go, okay, something might seriously be wrong here. But that's when you know Greg Roman said it's not serious. He will play. So it's like, I think it's good to note, like, don't be, don't lose confidence in him. Yeah, I mean, um, Lamar's to me is the same caliber as like you saw Brady miss a couple practices in a week. You're, he's, he goes out, he's active. You're playing him. It, it doesn't matter. He has taken a beating because there's no other running backs right now, honestly, which is problematic. But at the same time, get the ball out quicker. You got Rashad Bateman coming back soon. Uh, Justin Fields and Andy Dalton both limited. Uh, Fields practicing full with his thumb. Uh, lim- limited on Wednesday. Uh, Justin Fields practiced full on with the, with a thumb injury. Thursday, I'm assuming. Correct. Andy Dalton still limited with a knee. Yeah, and the thumb is on his throwing hand too, I believe, and that's problematic as well. But if he is good, you have to play him if you're Matt Nagy. Like Matt Nagy is firmly on the hot seat. I think we've talked about that. I think we're on the same mm-hmm. page there. If he's not playing Justin Fields, they'll find somebody else who's well, going to play. Right him. now, it's Dalton is the one. Which is gross. Right, yeah. And as long as he can play, Dalton's a one. Which is a mistake. I don't I, care how you slice it. Andy Dalton cannot win you games. Justin Fields can. I don't care what he did last week. 
Nagy's stupid if he doesn't play him. It doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter who's playing. The the ancillary pieces around them right now suck. Even I it, mean, we've all great talented. We have called Allen Robinson quarterback proof. These two guys are proving that he might need Blake Bortles. What's he yeah. up to? Anyone else oh, besides no. those two? Like if Blake Bortles can make Allen Robinson like a Hall of Fame caliber wide receiver, and these guys can't, that's a bad. That's a bad image to have. Yeah. CMC ruled out for week four. Yeah, CMC's ruled out for uh, no week surprise. Four. There, do yeah, you no. nothing? He said he'd play if they would let him. It's Matt Rule's call. It's not even the training staff. Well, so that, that's what this is. Dallas yeah. did say that it would probably be another week, and then yeah, next week back he, next week. Next week he's saying he's he's gonna play, but again, you are he has not practiced either. Remember, as far as I know, so remember last a, year's injury. Yeah. Uh, it was after he got injured. He said, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be out. I'll be back next week." And that's yeah. when they're like, Kept "No, going. no, no, buddy, you're going on the IR." Yeah, and then we're not taking you off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good. Good sign he's not on IR, but bad sign <laughs> that he hasn't even practiced in a limited capacity, to my knowledge. So again, he's one practice rep with a hamstring away from an actual serious injury, and him going, you know, that this is bad. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why he hasn't been there is because they don't want it to be a thing. Yep. Uh, Dalvin Cook was limited with an ankle injury. Another one worth to monitor because if you're a Madison so owner. He was limited all of the week before, I believe, or he had some DNPs and then a limited you know, play right before the game. And then they caught, uh, you know, said he was out for week three. Uh, there's, a, a there's, there's a there's a play happening right now. It looks like the refs are calling it down. There's a there's yeah, a done. there's a cat so on the field. There's a cat on James the field. James Robinson touchdown coming. So um, Dalvin Cook getting a limited session early in the week on on a Wednesday and then again on a Thursday is actually trending in the right direction for him to play. Um, but but who knows? He did he did uh, sit out last week. Yeah, and Madison performed well, which is more troubling to like why rush Dalvin Cook back if Madison looks like he can handle it. Yep. Aaron Jones limited. This one's interesting because he has not um, been limited much of the year at all. So this week coming in with limited groin, um, that's something to to keep an eye on. And you saw him in the game. He didn't look right. Like you had A.J. Dillon in a lot more than we've seen all year. You've had um, Kylan Hill was even taking some reps, like not really doing anything, but he was on the field. It's troubling, but Aaron Jones, when he had the ball, still looked dynamic and, and, and healthy and ready to go. So I bet he, I bet he guts it out. Tough son of a bitch. DeAndre Swift was limited with a groin injury. Now, I, I saw this, and uh, the coach came out and uh, said, you should see a lot more Swift. I don't know if it's a coach. Let me get you the exact I don't know what I'm that pretty sure it was a coach, which means, like, we, we've seen a lot of – not a lot of Swift. Like, Swift is uh, top five RB in the league right now in fantasy. So, if he's saying you should see a lot more Swift, I guess that's positive that he could be even better than top five. But he's limited with a groin injury. Yeah, looks like there's been a few uh, few groins out there that have uh, hampered some of these running backs this week. But uh, Jonathan Taylor was limited with the knee uh, this week. Um, not sure what the severity is. Uh, you know, being limited is still you know a fairly decent sign. You know, you don't see the DNP. It he should be okay. But I'm concerned about it. Tell you that much. Is Do you Taylor. have any more information on it? Uh, not really, because it came out of fucking nowhere. That's the that's the problem yeah. with it, uh, and that's why I'm nervous about it. Is <laughs> the, because it came out of nowhere. The thing it's weird. I didn't know about this. I put I took Naheem Hines as my running back start. And I'm even more happy about that now. But like, why are you shopping Marlon Mack if JT has a legitimate knee injury? Yeah, they might not be shopping him this week, right? <laughs> yeah. like, that's why and we not. haven't heard him linked to any team, so maybe he's not being shopped as, as much as we had thought. Right. 
problematic. Uh, it's not good. Uh, another not good one. Antonio Gibson sat out on Thursday with a shin injury. Yeah, I don't understand how you have a fucking shin so injury. So he practiced yeah, Wednesday, right? He, so this is new. This is a new yeah, injury through practice. And he sat out Thursday because of a shin. What, do you scrape your knee? So, like, you're fine. Get on the field. All right. I, I don't know what this means. No, I don't know what shins... Shin splints, maybe? If it was shin, shin splints, I think you would have heard about it prior to, like, just randomly on a Thursday. Right. Like, because that's a that's an overtime injury. Yeah. I don't know. This this one's weird. Definitely keep an eye on it. The backup is Jarrett Patterson, and obviously J.D. McKissick is the receiving back. Ugh. Well, actually, so so realistically, J.D. McKissick still is a you know runner. And he got the goal line touch. Remember week one? We were all like, what the hell is he doing there? And he turned, oh, pounds well, it in between. Is, coaches like to be cute. Yeah. It was super Sick, cute. Spe- speaking of cute, rock. I'm pretty sure it was just fourth and one, and Myers no, just went. No, it was went, second or, one. It was second one? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so they, Wait, how did they get a first down? The, they the didn't Vishka. Vishka was at the one yard on line. On the one yard line. The ball almost went into the end zone. He almost fumbled it into the end zone, but he was down. Oh. That was the first down play. That was the so first then down the second play. down play, they snuck in. They tried to sneak in Trevor Lawrence, and it didn't go in. I just saw but all the Bengals like, defenders doing that. Like, we held them like fist Yeah, I, I was going to say, I feel like we might have missed a couple plays or something. It because very well could I think, be a I think time he, issue because the, it is right at the end of the second quarter. Well, he took it. Anyway, whatever. I think he's an idiot. Uh, Josh Jacobs returned to practice, which is encouraging for Josh J- Jacob owners. Um, but he, I mean, there's still ankle, toe, yeah, shoulder, I mean, hip, so knee, he, he elbow, finger, alcoholism of 14, <laughs> of 14 days. <laughs> he sat 13 of the 14 days. So he has rested a lot. He actually went on the field practice in from my understanding, it was full. There was even uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out a, a video of him running through the drills and everything. He was hopping around, jumping. So it seems to have been the right move, sitting him out as long as they have. Um, but then again, it is Josh Jacobs. We we never know. It could be something different. Turnover. Oh, it was is a that, turnover. Was it was a fumble? Was, no, it was fourth and one. That was fourth and one. That's... Uh, that's big. I, I don't know why I'm glued to this TV, but I know. <laughs> this, is, this is always a dangerous position to be in. Oh, is there an offensive uh, this false is, start? This or? is the most like it's gonna committed be. to a Bengals Jaguars game I've ever been. I <laughs> ever want to be. I. You know what? Though no, I, I really don't want to see Urban Meyer succeed. No. So anyway. I kind of want to clean these ones up quick because we do have a lot a lot of news quickly but darren henderson returned to practice in a limited fashion because of his rib injury a couple weeks ago after he sat out looks good elijah mitchell same thing returns to practice in a limited capacity with his shoulder injury um geo bernard should honestly be out this week he had a sprained mcl and then speaking of being out unfortunately james white is now out for the season after his hip sub- subluxation they said is going to be a lot worse than expected that sucks so he's looking at surgery yeah, I mean, and, and, and surgery too on on the hip. At he's his tw- advanced age, twenty nine. That's tr- that's, like, that's tough. It's like seventy nine for a non football player. Yeah, that's really tough. I mean, we were really talking up about like, hey, it's sneaky. James White is relevant again, and yeah. then sure shit enough, he's out. Nope. All right, let's get into some wide receivers. Wide receivers. Uh, the Tennessee wide receivers, both uh, of them. AJ Brown and Julio, uh, didn't practice. This is big I, news. I thought, I thought I saw that AJ Brown was limited today. Uh, now I have I don't to go think, back. I don't think both of them no. at all. From my understanding, AJ Brown's hamstring injury is worse than Julio. His his is week to week. And Julio, yeah, they didn't even say that Julio had an injury until Wednesday. 
And that's when he sh- showed up on the DMP and then same thing like, again on Thursday. And if Julio has a hamstring injury, that's scary because Julio is known to have a hamstring injury all season long and be out. You know, last year thought, he played thought, eight games. It's, it's always Julio's feet. It's well, he's got an ankle. He, he's got a well. So it was the feet, everything below honestly, the waist. like four years ago. But last year, all season long, was the hamstring injury. Yeah, I. You know what's interesting too is, uh, I mean, AJ Brown was. I know he got dinged up in that game, but there's some there's some talk that there's a rift between. Um, oh, I thought Bar- I thought I thought Barrow dropped the ball. Excuse me. Uh, there's some new. There's some uh, ripplings. Little little birds chirping that Vrabel and, and Julio aren't uh, aren't aren't uh, aren't. On good good graces with each other. Well, yeah. After week one, he said that he looked like he did not care to be out there. But week two, he, that's, he blew up. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, I don't know exactly what, if there is anything new to the news, but I did hear that as well. It just kind of strikes me as more of like a in-season, non-bye week, rest week. You're playing the Jets. You're a little dinged up. Why don't you take the week off, get healthy? We'll play Nick Westbrook-Akini and uh, Josh Reynolds and all these other bombs. Chester Rogers. Chester Rogers. Let Derrick Henry run it 40 times, but I'm still starting Tannehill. You'll see why. <laughs> Actually, no, you won't. Go read the write-ups on the website. <laughs> right. TopTailFantasy.com. Uh, Juju. Juju Mama Voodoo. Did Juju practice? <laughs> I thought he didn't. Um, Juju was limited so, on Thursday with ribs. Deontay Johnson returned in full, and Claypool hurt himself in practice with a hamstring injury today. Big Ben is losing all his weapons. And Big Ben has <laughs> no legs himself. Ben. I was yeah. going to say, he's right. losing his feet. Well, so. his feet and his weapons, like that just yeah. a horrible formula to just suck. So really, it's going to be James Washington, uh, Eric Ebron. It's going to be Najee Harris. And Najee Harris 14 for targets Fryer again. Yeah, What's the record targets. for, uh, for tar- or catches in the game? Brandon Marshall, 20, 21, 22. Is that what it is? Something like that. Yeah, uh, those are the Denver, yeah. Denver. So yeah, we'll see uh, Harris probably break that this week. <laughs> Uh, well, we got to keep your eye on that one. Um, AB returned to practice, gave uh, Tom Brady COVID, so that's great. <laughs> that's serious, in my opinion, because so if he Tom sounds Brady, horrible, I just, oh my you God. could see the, the the bruises under his eyes too. Can you imagine the world that they have hyped this Sunday night game? And Brady sits up and Brady COVID. doesn't play. Yeah, oh, they will do everything he, they can. To he will, I was going to say, he this is going to be a cover how, up. How they're not going to they're not going to allow this. That they'd be like, uh, you know, what? why don't you test him on like Saturday and we wait 24 hours for the results? And oh, yeah. We'll decide Monday. They will literally be one where they go. Oh, yeah. He had a, he had a positive test. We didn't see it. We didn't get it in time. You know, there's a delay. There's COVID all delay. there's all that. But then there's also the note that. Fifty percent of the you know ridiculous um, conspiracy theorists in the NFL go. Bill Belichick gave Antonio Brown COVID <laughs> to give Tom Brady COVID. <laughs> I just think it's like more prone to be a Michael Jordan style flu game where Brady's like, yeah, I had the flu and I still dropped fucking ninety points on you. I can't wait <laughs> for you. I dragged my nuts all over Foxborough, right in the middle of the field. I teabagged your goalposts. <laughs> And, and, and all the banners. I, 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 I <laughs> that hate I that he's going to do it in Foxborough. I hate that part. Uh, of it. I hope that he doesn't do it. I hope that Brady has like secret agents in there and like burns the banners or something. <laughs> Some dark why, why would you? I don't know. That, you, that is that dark. Be, oh, you we hope can, that? We can get new banners. Like, who really gives a shit? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Foxborough is burning. Brady is on fire as I'm well. Gonna, I'm going to shit on your fucking bed, man. <laughs> oh, you can get a new bed. It's fine. <laughs> Tom Brady has come out of the tunnel dressed as the devil and is burning Fox. <laughs> Tom Brady <laughs> upper deck the entire visiting room. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, so like some of that happens, funny. that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, <laughs> this, this started with Antonio Brown. It's COVID. <laughs> he really spiraled out of a month. He returned to practice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tyler Lockett was limited with a hip injury. Uh, I'm sure that he'll be fine. Uh, OBJ, a dislocated sh- shoulder in early part of game, returned, played the whole game, limited in practice. Okay, so he's dealing with a shoulder injury. Correct. Um, so good for him. That's him. Uh, Russell Gage still not practicing. Russell Gage can't fucking buy a catch right now. I feel like he. I mean, sucked the first two weeks, then didn't play last week. Now it's probably out again this week if he hasn't practiced to this point. Like this is supposed to be his breakout season with Julio gone, and he's done nothing to mm-hmm. impress me. Kaka poo poo. And I gave him eight dollars. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Didn't Olamide Zacchaeus catch a touchdown last week? Bucked up. He's yes. looking Zaki- good. Yeah. Olamide Zacchaeus. They have really have trouble been. to say his name in the broadcast. It's because it's all ninety-year-old white dudes that like can't. Oh, what is this name here? I've never seen something <laughs> like this. Chip, what about you, Skyler? They're from Texas. Uh, <laughs> Darius, sounds like the next door neighbor. Just forget Troy Aikman. <laughs> Darius on, Slayton, come cut my lawn. All right, Darius Slayton, Sterling <laughs> Shepard, not practicing the hamstring injuries. Kenny Galladay is limited with a hip and a toe injury. So who comes back? Hip John Ross. Gross. What the hell is going on? Uh, no. Shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. John Ross, Colin Johnson. Colin Johnson is... Yes, so yes, Colin Johnson is uh, on the Giants. Well, Kadaris Johnson. Um, <laughs> I, had to put, I had to put John, John Ross designated return uh, and then plays for, for Giants, Giants? <laughs> because Just I had no yourself. idea where he was playing. John Ross, you were once traded for a laptop. I knew it, and then monitor. I didn't know because they yes. <laughs> got Tony, I Galladay. I he was on the Jags for some reason. Yeah, no, they actually signed him to a one-year deal. Just gross. Need a guy. I mean, whatever. Uh, Darnell Mooney's limited. Who gives a shit? Yep. Elijah Moore. (laughs) If if Allen Robinson's not relevant, nobody else is going to be. Uh, Elijah Moore, yeah, concussion limited. Jameson, groin limited. I I, I did hear that uh, this is probably going to be the week that Jameson Crowder comes back. So I'm sure that's fine. Uh, I don't know about Elijah Moore. Again, who wants anything to do with Zach Wilson? Yeah, it's uh, even tough. The Crowder comes back to you even play him. I'm like I'm on the fence at best. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I don't even think he should be rostered in any leagues, uh, personally. But not yet. No. Uh, Rashad Bateman, some good news. Designated return from the IR. I don't. They haven't fully activated him yet. No, I still got a meet in an IR slot on my no, team, no, no, so no, we no, should be no, good. Designated to return from IR yesterday. He should. He's. He should no longer have an IR attack. Like he's been fully designated from IR. So they oh, so they actually they activated him. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Great right. right for the Ravens. So that's good. He, oh yeah, it says right here it could be in the week four mix. Yeah. For the Ravens. If he was play. activated though, why wouldn't he? He was designated to return from injured reserve Wednesday and has turned in practices and back to back days since then with seemingly no issue. Yep. They don't. So why wouldn't he play? Well, he has, he has twenty. No, he, he will. But he, he has play. he has twenty one days to play. He has to play by then. But no, so with the way that I, I actually I said it wrong on either Tuesday or last week because I was like, what what the hell is going on? When I saw the Bateman thing, you ha- once you start practicing, you then have 21 days to be returned from designated to IR. So you have to be re- you have to return um, and off of IR by 21 days once you start practicing. So it, so he's already you know practiced and then designated to return. So that 21 days, it's all gone. He's active. He's on the active roster. It's good to go now. 
Yeah. Well, that's good. So, see, right. and that's the opposite right. for Curtis Samuel, who's practicing but still on IR. Okay. So he started so right. The, he's in his he's, twenty-one. He's day in window. the twenty-one day window. Exactly. Gotcha. Freaking this, rules, this IR man. thing is fucking stupid. It, it's a mind. Are you now. hurt? Are you not hurt? You know, why don't you figure you it out? The cold, I, I the liked diarrhea, it when IR was Jackson the whole Which is which is why I find the Ty Hilton one so interesting. Is that he's not even practicing yet, even though he still has twenty-one days to return from IR. That I means mean, that means broken that, back. That means that they're concerned three weeks out from now. Yeah, so, no kidding. So I would re- be that's too. A one. This is it. That was his neck, neck, neck this injury. Is his neck. Yes, it's not good. My neck and my back. I do uh, still have him on my, my yacht league per- eating uh, an IR spot. Nobody's told me I can't have it. So. <laughs> uh, Gronk uh, not practicing because of his rib shot. I'm sure that Gronk is going to be oh, on the field. It, it's fine. I mean, we saw Gronk with a a robotic arm in New England for a couple years. Yep, he'll do whatever he wants to to play against the Pats. And and Tom, you said it earlier. Like he should get booed. I I would boo Gronk if I, would, I was in. You know what? Gronk was more tough him. because he specifically retired. Yeah, that's... to say I don't want to play for you. And then when Brady went to the Bucks and outside of New England, he's like, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to play again. Well, and like on you've top seen the of commercials. That, on top of that, uh, I mean, he went on national TV and was like, oh yeah, they traded me to the Lions, and I was like, no, you didn't. I'm retired. <laughs> Gronk is, a, Gronk like, is Gronk, really you're dumb. You're a fucking asshole, dude. Like, Gronk, like, fuck you. Gronk's not smart. No. Let's just, no. Let's just of course he's not. Uh, so anyway, that's that's my feeling on Gronk. Great player. Love to see him in past jersey again. I don't... Uh, so Well, after he hears not, that impression, not he's the, not, not going to come fan. back. Yeah, I'll, I'll cheer the, sh- I'll cheer on the shit out of Brady, and then when the 60-second start and that kickoff happens, I want Brady in the dirt all yeah. night. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope, but it I would. Just, it'll be a great storyline if... Either way, if, if Brady... Beats the hell out of them. That's a great storyline. I mean, it sucks for the Patriots fans and myself. I am one, but I, I'm Are rooting you, for though? offense. I'm Are for, you though? I'm rooting for offense. <laughs> These colors don't run, boy. But if Brady gets buried into the ground by Belichick, that'll be an NFL fan base Ima- eye opener. Imagine if he got hurt. The like bounty gate storylines that yeah. could just spin around the so, NFL for the so, rest of the so Belichick, <laughs> Belichick's just rushing nine Sean every Peyton's play. Like, hey, I can help you out. Man. Uche takes out his friggin' kneecap on the first play and just buries him and goes, Hey, how's Tampa? <laughs> Did we bring in Jamie Collins? <laughs> All right, Jamie, we're gonna pay you 500 grand. You're gonna take Brady out and then we're gonna cut you. I need you to put your helmet through his mouth. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, figure it the fuck out. <laughs> Is Bill Romanowski still around? Oh, God. oh my God. Yeah. The guy that Bill, invented Bill steroids? Are you kidding <laughs> no. me? No, they're just going to bring back JT for a game. No. I actually, uh, Romanowski, I was at a BC game probably five or six JT. years ago. I meant LT. I know who you meant. And he was inducted in the Hall of Fame. And I was with my buddy, Mike Jones, who? Mike Jones. But um, <laughs> he's young. He's like, he's on the Patriots. That guy invented steroids. <laughs> Fuck you, Romanowski. <laughs> he looked up right at He's like, oh my God. That guy, oh God, that guy would eat me for <laughs> lunch. Murder. Murder me. Love me, for me lunch. some Romanowski highlights, though. Oh, yeah. It's good. All right. George Kittle. Every time we mention a Tampa Bay, <laughs> yeah, it's hard player, to, it goes it's hard to stay focused. Uh, George Kittle pops up out of nowhere, did not practice with a calf injury. That sucks. You want to talk about tough son of a bitch? He's going to be on the field. I'm sure uh, he's going to be on so, the field, but it sucks. I yeah. will say I, I have the question mark there because I had no idea. And I went and looked it up. And one of the reporters is saying this is becoming a serious issue and that they're not sure if he's going to play this week because he has returned two DNPs because of a calf, calf injury. The old gastrocnemius. I mean, so, that's good for Ayuk and Debo. So it but... doesn't... I mean, he's not on IR, 
but there's a chance he does not play this weekend is what I've been hearing. Wow. I just know like last year when he broke all I had that last year with him. He broke all his bones <laughs> and they were like, no, you can't play. And he's like, mm, pretty sure I'm going to be fine. Yeah. They were like, then, we have then to he played. Then boom. Yeah. Back from our hurt. Daz, we're going to have to make trade. <laughs> we'll make it happen. We should do a podcast just like trading talk with the top shelf fuckers. And it's honestly just me going, hey, Craig, give me a second rounder for this bum. He's like, no, stop no. offering. And then Craig's like, second rounder for Marcus Brown. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's like, second rounder for this bum. Marquis Brown. Marquis Brown. I mean, we, we keep offering the same trade over and over again until you As long in. as you don't pull the carbs and send me, hey, give me a second rounder for two thirds. <laughs> no, what the fuck's that? Oh, yeah. Let me just downgrade all my picks. That makes sense. Cool. LaShawn McCoy. Congratulations. Yeah. Retired. LaShawn McCoy. I mean, what a great career. I assumed he retired about eight years ago, but apparently. Well, no, because he won a ring last year. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. How, uh, he won a ring the that. last two years. I mean, what he has on his stat sheet for his career, and then what he did the last two years, just to go to some teams, Kansas yeah. City, Bucks, get some two rings, that might help you to get in the Hall of Fame. I believe that's called uh, misleading the shareholders, and uh, some other people refer to that as fraud. Yeah. But I mean, like. <laughs> Remember back in the day, That's like come up a lot today. McCoy was around when he was like top tier before PPR was a huge thing. He was elite. Imagine if you were in PPR league back in the day with LaShawn McCoy, Donnie McNabb. The guy days. could do fucking everything. Pretty sure this is why PPR was invented. LaShawn, yeah, was for like Phil LaShawn, Romanowski Le, invented Le, steroids. LaShawn McCoy, yeah, LaShawn McCoy invented PPR. Yeah. Look it up. Because we're teaching history today. Yes, teaching history. But top um, yeah, glass. fantastic career. I'm very happy he signed with the Eagles for one day to retire. Yeah, that was that was very very. Uh, Hats very off nice to you, Mr. McCoy. Love Bell's gonna try that, and then he's gonna ask for a million dollars. He's never gonna actually make it. Yeah. <laughs> I want a million bucks for a day. Yeah, but to who? He doesn't want hey, to do want, that. I want to retire a Pittsburgh Steeler, but yeah. <laughs> like, no, nah, just go. Retire. No, he's just gonna go sign off. a one day contract with some obscure NFL team that he's never played for, like the Jacks. XFL baby. <laughs> XFL, yeah. Um. All right, let's get to start and sits, huh? My start of the week, it's not really my start of the week, but it's a start for me. Um, oh, okay. I thought, all right. Do you know? Take a Noah fan. Again? No, I thought uh, <laughs> I thought for a second I was the only one to have a tight end start. Uh, Noah Fant, my start of the week. KJ Handler tears his uh, ACL, MCL, ACL. something in his knee. Uh, Jerry Judy still isn't on the field. Uh, and they go ahead and they get the the Baltimore Ravens, who have already allowed a handful of uh, uh, they've allowed three tight end touchdowns. They played Waller, Kelsey, and uh, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, uh, but they're allowing chunk plays down the seam to these running uh, tight ends. Noah Fant is a talented tight end. I- I'm not going to call him Travis Kelsey. I'm not going to call him Darren Waller. T.J. Hawkinson. Probably pretty comparable, and when you factor in the fact there's one less pe- pass catcher in, or really, I guess, two less pass catchers with Judy and Hamler not on the field for Denver, Noah Fant should be finding himself in the slot and really all over the field, uh, and Teddy Bridgewater should be able to find him. So I like Noah Fant in this game against uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens coming two mile high. I, I, like, I like Noah hitting double-digit points this week. Streamable tight ends, baby, and then you just cut bait with them later. Love it. Yeah, so my my start this week that I want to talk about is Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I feel that what I saw last week was actually a really good uh, indication of what Odell could do for the team this year. I mean, Jarvis Landry didn't play, and you know he, you know what we talked about, he popped a shoulder out at the beginning of the game, and he still ended up playing through. 
finished with a modest five receptions for 77 yards. And this week they play against the Minnesota Vikings, which is the third worst defense in the entire league right now. They've allowed 628 receiving yards through three weeks. That's that's pretty poor. Uh, and six receiving touchdowns. So we're, we're looking at a, a pretty good week um for what the Browns receiving core should do and Odell is going to be the top dog and I, I'd expect um Odell of old probably I I, I I would love to see you know old a big Odell. double I, I would love to see a double digit week out of four, Odell this 40 week. 40 burger oh no um, I don't think that but I I could see him getting that touchdown getting I 100 the, I can see yeah, it happening. see the 16 plus game that's what I'm hoping for hey um, Baker's my start of the week I love it Let's fucking go. 16 plus would be two scores and uh, a whole bunch of yards. Well, if you just did one score. 100 yards and a score, boom, you're done. It all works. And that doesn't count in the receptions. Bada bing. Well, it could could be one catch for 100. Oh, Jamar Chase. It's so fucking. What was that? That was was a first catch. Yeah. It's a good little. uh, Dude, I. Luthes. Oh, it looked like he it looked like he came up slow there. It's the old Luthes. Oh, oh, it's uh, sorry, it's Tyson Campbell who they were comfortable with uh, trading, trading C.J. Anderson, Anderson because how good he's doing. He just got burned to death by Jamar Chase. Yeah, <laughs> Jamar Chase just got suplexed. Into Tyson the Campbell is currently in a burn ward. Like, it's it's become very apparent by week four. Jamar Chase in two years is going to be in the DeAndre Hopkins, oh, yeah. Devontae Adams category. Down. Like he's, he's going stud. to be there. I'm going to pump the brakes on that one because he's not making any unreal like hands catches. He's like just burning the shit out of people and being wide. I mean, he open. didn't play. He he's, didn't play football his, anymore. No, no, I, I agree. He looks great. But, but we're talking about he's like his his overall look of how he oh, plays. I, I is love it. Alpha. He you know, so alpha, so alpha. But he's just burning people to death. He's nobody, always open. He's like, yeah, hey, boom. And that's nobody all he, wants that's to all he needs to do. He's right Marquise now. Brown with the ability to catch. What do you think yeah, DK Metcalf uh, did his first year? Let's talk about Corey's beta start. Marcus Brown. <laughs> Marquise well, Brown is a certified beta. <laughs> no, but he was my buy low candidate of the week. I'm really trying to back that up and also make him my starting wide receiver of the week. But on top of that, he's playing Denver, and I understand that Patrick Sertan has one of the best passer ratings against in the league. It's 10.7 uh, when he's in man coverage. But Sertan doesn't want any of the smoke with Hollywood in man coverage. Like Nobody in the league can run with Hollywood. It just doesn't exist. So I'm thinking this is a game Hollywood practiced all week. He hopefully remembered how to catch if he plays the exact same game that he played against Detroit and brings in those deep balls, he has a fantastic 30-plus point game. So this week he comes back, retribution game, and God willing, Rashad Bateman suits up and he takes the Patrick Sertan treatment while Hollywood just burns whoever's on the other side of the field. Boom. Book it. While you were talking, the Cincinnati Bengals scored a touchdown, and the player that received the touchdown is not on your fantasy team. CJ Uzama. Well, he's on our <laughs> best ball team. Oh, is he? Oh. So that will help All us right. this week if nothing else yeah. happens. So that's like Uzama's like Whoa. first catch of the year. He has done nothing. I keep checking his stats because I was so big on him. Yeah. I mean, but he plays a bunch of snaps. I know. He's <laughs> always on the field. He just doesn't get the looks. But I mean, with all the receivers there. <clears throat> why? Yeah. All right. And my start of the week is Hunter Henry. And in my write-up, I don't even know if I believe it that much. But <laughs> looking... <laughs> I would just say game script and the fact that Jonu sucked. Yes, <laughs> that's my thing. Looking at last week, Jonu has had every opportunity and he's not doing anything with it. He had four drops last week. One was just a drop tip pass right to defender, pick six. Hunter Henry had five res- five targets, four receptions, and like towards the end of the game, Matt Jones is going to. Pop- Hunter Henry, he's he's not a big play guy like the K- 
Kendrick Bourne or Jacoby Myers or Aguilar, but I think I think he should be though. He should be. I hate and, that we have to talk about Jacoby Myers and big play guy and I think that this is the week that we see Hunter Henry have his first touchdown in the NFL career. If he does not have a touchdown in this his week, NFL career. NFL what? season. Um, <laughs> as a Patriot. As a Patriot. In his Patriot career. If he does not score a touchdown this week, I will shotgun. Deal. Okay. Ooh, we could have some good shotguns because we got a shotgun. Back. We're going oh, yeah, uh, to have to bring the old eight pack first. I the, about. Yeah. Uh, Dallas had Marquise Brown as a start. Tom. I have him as a set. So that's a shotgun bet there. Hell we yeah, also yeah. have another shotgun bet between me and Tom. I have Tony Pollard as a sit and Tom has Tony Pollard as a start. Ooh. Yeah. Flex, we have a lot. So sit. you have. A, we gotta put that in. The I have it against myself. So. <laughs> you actually have it against each other, so which is huge. what makes sense. But yeah. uh, well, I have it against my pride. Yeah. What do you get if you win? Uh, respect for myself. <laughs> it's been hard to come by this time. Trying to respect one of my extra uh, shotguns if I lose all my bets. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump over the sits. My sit is uh, Mark Andrews. Andrews hasn't scored this year, um, so that's a that's a bit of a problem. Uh, the Broncos haven't allowed a touch a uh, 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 tight end to score this year. So when you know we do math, zero plus zero is zero. Uh, I I don't know. You're getting one. I don't know if I trust that math coming from you, man. <laughs> Cancel culture. I mean, like you carry the one, carry the five. Why are you leaving out the other numbers? It's not fair to them. Participation awards, man. Listen, I I mean I made some points on why I'm sitting Marquise Brown. A lot of it just has to do with the fact that Denver is a pretty good defense. The way they play offense, too, is very uh, defensive. They run the ball. It's a slow, uh, methodical approach down the field. Teddy Bridgewater uh, manages the ball. Uh, game manages the game, excuse me. And uh, I just don't like Mark Andrews this week. He caught one pass for 41 yards last year. And I usually don't get in the business of saying, hey, let's take away plays and see what happens. But literally if you take away that one play mark andrews hasn't really been startable at all this year uh and i just don't like that trend to continue um in week four yeah that's it heck yeah i always get i always get uh you know i always get distracted when when uh when people are showing their their computers off what was so funny Oh, I was saying Scott. I put in the shotgun bets. That was Scott versus Scott versus oh, nice. Hunter Tom versus Dallas. Tom versus Craig. Scott oh, versus right. Scott. All right, we get them all at the bottom. Nice. Okay. All well, right. I good, mean, good call to have that. What? Do you, what why? Why are you so like uh, afraid we're talking about you or something? We, we, we think. Oh, that, I mean, we're on a we're Mark on a, Andrews is a bad sit. We're on a podcast, man. You just bring it up. All right. Just well, say it well out you loud, were you talking about pussy. your sit. Uh, well, you talk about your sit. <laughs> <laughs> now it's. I listen. We're on a fucking podcast. Uh, take a seat. You're sit. So take a seat. Shut the take fuck a, up. Take a seat. Have, have, have a seat right here. Have a seat. Um, so mine's Deontay Johnson. And it's even with the Claypool injury that I heard about, it, I still want to sit him. Um, Juju, Deontay, Claypool, are all, if they're all three playing, are still going to have a tough week um, depending on you know who the hell's even out there. Johnson is coming off of a knee injury. The guy is often injured all the time. He's in and out of the you know snaps, um, or or plays on the field. And I don't expect him to get anywhere around that fifty percent, sixty percent of the snap share this week due to the fact that he is coming off an injury. And more than likely, he could come up with something else during the game and then you know go out, come back in. That's just been his thing, and it's never been anything different. I you know until until he can play a full game, I'm just gonna keep saying it. 
Um, but on top of that, the Packers have only allowed 26 receptions on the year through three games and 344 receiving yards. So that's uh, pretty tough. Uh, while they are like for fantasy purposes as ranked as like one of the bottom defensive secondaries because they've allowed some touchdowns, uh, 26 receptions on the season is the second best. And so that's where I'm heading in, in this area here where while Johnson doesn't need that many receptions to get yards, the Packers have been a pretty good secondary this year. So I don't expect even much, even if it's a high scoring game for Johnson, man, making a lot of good points there. I don't think I have that many good points to make for mine, but I'm taking Brandon cooks. <laughs> you uh, and Scotty just so confident. <laughs> I don't even know if I believe it. I made it. I made oh, it what? more of a, a, a case to Ta- look and research this week because I didn't, you know, well, I didn't do very well last week. <laughs> Craig just fires from the hip. No, Dow started his off. I'm just like, oh, yeah, oh, oh fuck. I'm not good. I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Where are we? I was supposed to have the night off. I was supposed to be at dinner. Carrie's texting you like, what the hell? You left in the middle. Oh, did I black out? You went to the bathroom. No, all right. I got Brandon Cooks as my sit this week at wide receiver. Look, he's killed it this year. There's no doubt about that. He's double digits every week. He's actually over 15 every week, which is fantastic. I was the first person to tell you he couldn't do it with Davis Mills. Ate those words right down my gullet. But this is not the week. This is this this week I'm correct. Him, Davis Mills are not linking up against the Bills and Tredavious White. I told you last week that you could start Terry McLaurin and he'd be fine. He could handle the Tredavious treatment. He couldn't. If he can't do it, Brandon Cook certainly friggin' can't. I'm sorry. He's just not going to happen. The Bills' defense has played well all year. Their secondary is one of the toughest in the league. Let's let's be real. Brandon Cooks this week is not startable. He shouldn't be in your lineup this week. He Next week, sure, we'll have that conversation again. He's probably right back in it, but this is not the week. He he can get loose for maybe a long touchdown, but I'm not, I'm not staking my fantasy week on that. I don't think it is very likely with uh, Tredavious, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and whoever the other cornerback is who I'm blanking on right now. Not going to happen. Book it. Not sure, but um, Buffalo Bills are the hardest defense against wide receivers. There you go. Very good secondary. And the very good front seven is uh, the Buccaneers. And that's why I'm sitting Damian Harris this week. Big Pats fan, but I cannot trust Damian Harris. I mean, the Saints were up last week against the Pats. Harris was a non-factor. After they're up by 14 points, Harris not on the field. He had, what, six attempts for 20-something yards? Yeah, it was weird. Last week, which is weird. But um, if he's doing that against the Saints, um, against the Bucks, and Tom Brady coming back to town, I, I just cannot start Tim Harris. I think he's a great by-low kind of guy right now uh, because of the Bucks game, because his schedule is getting... I mean, he'll never face a war... A hotter defense than the Bucks this season. So if you can buy him now, do it. But sit him now because he might do the same as last week and give you two points. Mm-hmm. I really yeah, think I mean, game game flow is going to get away from Harris, yeah. right? It, I mean, it happened last week. Yeah, I mean, you're going to pass it. It's going to be Brent Bolden and JJ Taylor, which is disgusting, and then all the receivers and tight ends. Ugh, I can't. I'm already can't believe that Brandon Bolden is going to be on the field again. <laughs> yeah, I don't sleeper. Like Brandon Bolden. Remember when Craig started him and he scored I a touchdown? Did. So I, I did. Oh, I nailed it. Called it. That was I sickening. Was, did you believe yeah. it though? That would happen. All I know is that he was <laughs> playing and one of the running backs were hurt. 
So I was like, there's a chance. <laughs> like, fair, there's fair. just a chance. There's a chance. Uh, I was hoping I played Beef in Red Dogs this week just so I could pick up Brandon Bolden <laughs> and be like, ha-ha, Beef. Uh, Robbie Anderson is my sleeper of the week. Uh, sleeper of the week, Robbie Anderson, and one of my starts of the week was David Montgomery. Both of them I have here. I feel confident. Wow. Um, it, there's got to be a get-right week. For both of them, right? And with Robbie Anderson, he's going into a game where there's going to be a positive game script. Sam Darnold is a capable quarterback. I mean, if you had any reservations of Sam Darnold going into the season, he should at least have you in the mindset of he's a good quarterback, right? He He's not absolute trash. It's weird that he hasn't found Robbie Anderson more this year. But I think that changes in a game where he's probably going to have to be asked to throw the ball 40 times, 45 times, especially without KMC, uh, KMC CMC uh, going against the Dallas Cowboys. So I like Robbie Anderson that if you need that dartish type of play and you take him off the bench and, and put him in your flex spot, totally fine with it. Bit of a Hail Mary, but sometimes that's what you, what you need. He you has know? to hit. He has to hit soon. I, this is a perfect game. I right have that game in my write up for Sam Darnold, too, is that one of these times they're going to connect. I can absolutely see him in I the mean, end zone. I mean, you saw it week one, that big play. It's got to happen again. All right. All right, all right. Because I had to do that. Uh, sleeper of the week for me is Leonard Fournette. It's going to be the sleeper of the week for Top Shelf Fantasy. Don't, don't, you, don't get twisted. I know exactly what's going to happen this week. Tom Brady is going to go off, but. They cannot ignore the fact that the Brady, the Patriots have been abysmal at, at stopping the run this year, and they know that they're going to have to, you know, get that ball on that ground to have some sort of a semblance of offense instead of just Brady passing it eighty times. And Gio Bernard is off the field; he should not play. Gronk may not play. That opens up a lot of the inside part of the field for a player who has been able to get some of the receiving work, even with Gio out. Um, week one, he had five receptions. Last week. Um, he did get a little bit, uh, I mean, excuse me, week two, he got a little bit, um, but he's the guy they're, they're going to run him. Patriots suck it against the run. Uh, I don't care about that red that you saw or, or, or that you see in, in Yahoo. They've been gashed. I've, I've watched the games and, and Fournette is going to play his ass off. I think, I think Fournette and Brady have gotten a good enough relationship where Brady can just go right to him and be like, I need you to bowl people over because I need to win this game. Probably for certain. Let me flip to the other side of the matchup for my sleeper. Taking Kendrick Bourne. Not just because he had a huge game last week. I mean, that's obviously part of it. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary is just absolutely riddled with injuries. And even before they were hurt, they were giving up huge passes to the likes of just absolute bums. So if anybody's going to get loose in the secondary at any point in a game where the Patriots probably have to pass because the Tampa Bay Bucs are going to be up by like 50 by halftime, Kendrick Bourne's the one I want. I don't... Don't really think, I mean, it could have been a toss-up between Bourne and Aguilar. Aguilar just hasn't really caught the big ball yet, but him and Mac Jones aren't off that much either. I'm just going with Bourne based on his upward trend in snap counts from 44 to 53 to 76, his target increase game over game, and, I mean, just his availability on the field and his dynamic uh, route running. Looks like he can kind of run the slant route. He can run the deep route if he can find a gap in a zone, which Tampa literally invented the Tampa 2. Let's go. Every statistical category, the Tampa Bay Bucks are worst have the worst secondary in the league right now. Targets, receptions, twenty points by yards. Those second touchdowns, fantasy points, everything. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> so back to two years ago, 
<laughs> right. Yeah. And Kendrick Bourne somehow zero percent started in leagues. I know it's early in the week, but like, come on. Yeah, their second day was great in the playoffs, but uh, that was about it. Yeah, last year they took a step up for like mid tier secondary, but now they're right back. Just right back to shit. Yeah. yeah. But um, all right. Um, my sleeper of the week is Michael Carter. Um, biggest thing is we've seen Zach Wilson play. It's not been good. It's been less than good. It's been very bad. And they want to take it out of his hand as much as possible. And Michael Carter is making case to be the lead back there. I know Ty Johnson's also there. Coleman is done there. Last week, Carter had a bad game, but they faced Denver. I mean, Jets facing Denver. Denver's one of the best run defenses in the entire league. They had an easier matchup in Tennessee this week. And it's more of a... um, Not sure if you just start him like... You might have to, but it's more of a, of a get ahead of it before it's too late. I think he's a big pickup next week. So he's a, if he's a free agent, you pick him now. I can start him as a flex. He'll, I think he can get ten plus points. I, I think he gets his first touchdown this week as well. All right. So if he doesn't get ten plus points, that's a that's a big mess. Boom. <laughs> Nine point five. Just. <laughs> nine. nine, which is which is close to like nine point seven, which is closer than nine. Six point five, six point five. All right, I, I like I like Michael Carter this week. All right, dart throws. <laughs> Ping. Uh, Djax comes in as my dart throw this week. Uh, him and Matt Stafford connected last week. They also almost connected on another one, and he let it go. And there's a pi on another one. Uh maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, I just, listen, there, there's not many times we can say Deshaun Jackson's name. He's going to be fantasy relevant. But in a game where uh, the Rams are going up against the Cardinals, Matt Stafford's chucking that ball deep at least once or twice to D-Jax, and he's going to haul that friggin' ball in. So love <laughs> D-Jax this week as a, as just a just a dart throw. And, and this is, is it a Monday night game? I feel like I should know when all these games are off the top of my head. One of the things I love with the dart throws is you find it in the four o'clock window or like the Monday night game. So if you're losing by like twenty, it's like, oh, let me go find this random scrub where I can make up fifteen points. Love DJX there. He's pretty. He's probably, he could get you like one or two. It is the Monday night game. Yeah. So perfect. You're down by. Uh, oh no, it's not. No, it's not. It's a lie. It's not the Sunday night game. Chargers are playing the Raiders Liar. on Monday night. Liar. Okay. All right. So they're they're in the four o'clock window. Yep. So if you're getting if you're getting smoked at one o'clock, okay, Craig, you, I'm a liar. Take your dart throw, buddy. I I I offered a first for Gallup. Liar, liar. <laughs> ha. Oh, I my hand drone uh, meme. Yeah, I thought that was hysterical. Um, so my my dart throw is uh, Kyle Uzcheck, uh bringing in the fullback because the guy had the most carries out of the backfield last week. I don't know what's actually going on with Eli Mitchell, but I will say if he doesn't play, Kyle Uzcheck is going to be involved heavily, and it, it you know it almost looks like they should just keep using it that way with the way they had him and Kittle lined up that back there. That, that's an interesting, interesting little offense that they can put together in certain packages in short yardage situations, and you know he got the goal line work, and I wouldn't be surprised that Eli Mitchell doesn't get the goal line work, even if he is healthy with the shoulder injury, and they're obviously not going to Sermon. So, you know, if not, I'll just come in second place again. And he had a 69 nice percent snap count last week. Ooh, I love it. I love use check, man. I mean, it helps when you're a fullback. Just be on the field to block. I'm taking a guy with a little bit less uh, activity in his entire career. I'm on <laughs> Ross St. Brown is my pick for the darty. Um 
I don't know. I really thought he was going to be like a wide receiver, wide receiver three in the offense this year. It didn't really turn out that way. Tyrell Williams got hurt. He still hasn't done anything. Perriman got cut. Still hasn't done anything. <sighs> Cephas is now the guy. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But he's on the field. His targets are dropping. His uh, snap count dropping. There's not really any reason I would pick him, but I like his name. Figured it's a good shot. And he has a. You uh, love Amon Ross St. Brown. I he's do. On your dynasty team. It's no, always not. You know what's he's funny? On, uh, I couldn't. On I couldn't do it to myself with another St. Brown. I chose EQ <laughs> St. Brown and stayed there. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it with another one. And uh, I mean, I don't know he plays Chicago, so it's not like he really has a favorable matchup either. I'm just kind of like maybe he catches a touchdown. That's all you need. I'm gonna tell you. Sometimes you want to pick guys you like, or just yeah. one catch. That's all you need. For Ride and throw. die with your guys. Wow, Joe Mixon definitely just Yo, got he's that in. touchdown. Yes, he, he did. He got that. Give he me that. that. No, in. he's marking him short. The sack of shit line judge. I'm gonna murder him. <laughs> that, the, the line judge. He was not was, in a good position. He was not in a good that. position to see it, but the way because his back was turned towards the line judge, but he powers run, through this guy. He's gonna be able to stay on his feet here, and this is where he pushes it and reaches over right. There. Yeah, they're gonna, I think oh, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. <laughs> give me down. that. Give oh. me that. Give me that. It looked like it. It really did. But well, before that, uh, my dart throw is Colin Johnson, New York Giants wide receiver. Craig's Biggest thing is uh, Craig's man dart throw of the year. Dart throw of the year. That's my dart throw. Of the year. Yeah, yeah. He's on. A different Might be team. winning that one so far. He's on a different team. Yeah, but it's still, it's he still was claimed off waivers, so people like him. Yeah. Um. No Shepard. No Slayton. They need to pass it to someone besides Kenny Galladay. Who scored? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Bullshit. Son nice. of a bitch. Does he not know that I have Joe? He does know that I have Joe Mixon in like three leagues. Of course he knows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, also, Kenny Galladay is going to get Marshall Lattimore. Scary. Colin Dawson. Seven targets last week. Five receptions. Boom. Let's go. Also, I mean, Craig, he's... I'm definitely winning Darth Throw of the Year with Quez Watkins, by the way. Oh, it's true. Oh, I yeah, he's, have he is doing really well, yeah. That's true. Really That's true. How many receptions does he have? Oh, I don't know. Probably Because like Colin Johnson has five. He <laughs> probably has like five, but for like one was 91 I yards. I can't stay yeah. in these quarterback sneaks in this fucking game because they're destroying everyone's fantasy value. Oh, I love it. I have Joe Burrow. Well, yeah. If you I have, have Joe one Burrow game. and Trevor Lawrence, then, then you like it. I mean, in Dynasty, but yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that is podcast uh, 162. Uh, shotgun Bets. Me versus Dow's on uh, Marquise Brown starts it, so that, that's basically ten points. Uh, I would have the under. Uh, Dow's would oh, I reverse these. Dow's would have the over. Uh, Craig and I on Tony Pollard, so that's a ten point over under pretty much as well. I have the over. Craig has the under, and then Scott's gonna verse himself for a hundred. Uh, Hunter Henry, uh, a hundred shotguns, a <laughs> hundred shotguns. Add it in, uh, and so we'll have those. So. If you head over to Twitter, Top Shelf FNT is where you can see all of the shotguns that we make and the reason that we do them. Uh, we apologize. They're probably not the most attractive thing to look at, but uh, it's it's been good. Uh, head over to TopShelfFantasy.com. You can read the entire Start and Sit article. Uh, see all the other articles up there. Corey, Corey wrote a nice little uh, tear-jerking uh, Brady Returns to uh, Foxborough article. You can go read. Uh, TopShelfFantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNT as well. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.